0: Good evening, and Welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I'm your host, Evan Goldstein. With me, as always, is the wonderful Karen Randazzo.
1: Life's a bitch until you die.
0: And the amazing Chris Randazzo. Shut up, Logan. <laughs> We're here on this week's episode Talk Television. This week, Karen shows Veronica Mars, Season 1, Episode 1. It's titled The Pilot. A little on the nose there. But... Before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at com. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. What shows should we be talking about? I'm, I'm running out of original ideas. I'm going to start recycling things. Just contact us. Let us know you're out there. So, Karen. You, yes. You beat me to Veronica Mars. I did. You did.
1: <laughs> so, here's what happened with Veronica Mars. I was there. I was not like planning on doing a Veronica Mars rewatch a couple of months ago. (laughs) Well, a couple of months ago I was uh, found myself strangely lacking. I I needed a podcast to listen to and like the few that I can keep up with that didn't have any new episodes. And I noticed that my, uh, my favorite podcast has a spinoff podcast. That's a Veronica Mars episode by episode. So I was like, I've seen Veronica Mars. I'll just listen to this. I like these people. It'll be cool. Next thing you know, I'm rewatching the entire fucking show. I
0: forgot how good it is. Ad, and it was. Did you? How did you rewatch it? Do you have on it on
1: the ridiculous Go ninety app <laughs> slash website, which is a piece of shit that has nothing else on it. And I apologize to anybody who watched this and therefore exposed themselves to this platform because, holy crap!
0: But <laughs> I. I, I... Wow. I didn't realize that this, this, this platform existed, but thankfully it's there for those that do not have Veronica Mars that can catch up with us. I I forgot how much I really like I knew I liked this show but I forgot how much I really liked the show. Like it is a well done show. Like
1: Especially season one. Like I know you it's you haven't you haven't probably gotten as far in your rewatches as, as I have, but Season one is like golden, and then the other seasons have issues. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what well, that seems that like you're putting it nicely, but are
1: st- are still good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean the the pilot is a good pilot. You get the full setup, like all the the whole cast of characters is introduced. You get backstory. You get you get everything, and and there's a lot. Oh, a lot. It is. I didn't like. I didn't realize how long of an episode it was. And then when I rewatched it, I was like, man, that felt like two and a half hours. And it was like, what, 45 minutes? It's an hour long show, right?
1: Yeah, it's the usual.
0: 40, I, um, minutes. I,
1: I wanted to pick more of a case of the week type of episode. And I almost did. Um, but I actually tweeted out the podcast that inspired me to... Um, to do the rewatch and I was like, "Hey, what what episode would you guys pick if you wanted to uh get somebody hooked on the show?" And they said the pilot, and I am glad that I picked it because because of how much there is going on, I think if you were to start anywhere else than the beginning, you would be a little lost.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that that is probably true. I mean, the 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 family dynamic, the the relationships, the the friends and, you know, everything is just thrown out there and like none of it is like sort of glossed over everything is Mm -hmm. like in depthly discussed and and you know it's fully there
1: and and it's really well integrated The the flashbacks the voiceover all that stuff like you there's a lot there but you get it by the time you know who everybody is you know everything that's going on it's really well done
0: I agree. Chris, you're you're, hey, you're, how you doing? you're you're strangely quiet. I know you like this show. <laughs> I've never
2: seen this show. Really? Yeah, this was my first. Well, this wasn't my first experience with the show. Um, I uh, Karen was it, you kickstarter back to the Veronica Mars movie, right?
1: I did. It was like yeah. the first thing I ever kickstarted. <laughs>
2: and uh and i that was the first thing i had ever seen and i rather liked it i was really fond of that movie but i had never seen the show before so i
0: was a tad bit lost but, so wait you know, a this, second your first introduction to logan was was the movie was the, the, was the charming movie. dapper logan
2: who well to be fair <laughs> that was a while ago um and i don't remember much of it okay. i remember that i liked it and i remember we're watching this episode and I'm looking at this guy, and I'm like, no, wait a second here. I thought I, I, I seem to, I remember this guy, and I seem to remember not hating him. Jeez, that was 2014. So, yeah, it's been, it's really? been a couple of years wow. since uh, s- since I watched that. And, you know, seeing as it was, you know, just my first real, uh, anything with the show, I was kind of lost, and I don't remember all, any of the details, really. <laughs> I remember enjoying it, and I remember that Logan guy, and I feel like I remember one or two of the other characters in there too. But yeah, I, I don't have a lot of uh, experience with this outside of that. Other than I also know that I like Eye Zombie, so I like the way Rob Thomas does storytelling. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of neat to see, you know, this, you know, being a big Eye Zombie fan, <laughs> seeing where he came from, more or less. Uh, I I loved this, and I knew I would like i've been saying for years that i would love to watch this show but uh it just hasn't when i the when i was actually going to watch this show karen's previous rewatch was i think on netflix and then when i went to watch it it was gone oh so i didn't have a way to watch it so i and like I'm you not weren't gonna do privy to go
0: 90 at that point in time <laughs> No,
2: I don't no, think was... it exi-
1: I, I think it it's only existed less than a year. Freaking go ninety.
2: Yeah, no, this was uh, and this was before the movie came out. I think you did a rewatch before the movie, right?
1: I, I fe- that feels right.
2: Yeah, and uh, so I really wanted to watch it, you know, shortly after that, and then it was you know poofed right off of Netflix. And this isn't the kind of thing that I can watch while I'm at work because I would need to pay all of the attention to it. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I was I was enthralled by the show. It was you know it's it's very clearly a, a pilot and it's a definitely a product of its time it wasn't you know flawless there were there were a couple of shots that were particularly jarring to me like there was a shot right after the um uh the the when she woke up from the the rape scene mm-hmm. and like there's a shot where she pulls up the strap and like her hand is still doing it in the shot and then the very next shot is her sitting there with her hand down and her strap still down. And, like, it. there were two of those. I can't remember what the other one was, but they both, like, really stuck out at me for some reason. Like,
0: whoa, that's a weird cut. Well, the but, the thing with that scene, and I actually read about this a while ago, is that it was much longer. The
2: mm-hmm. flashback
0: for the rape scene was much longer and more in-depth, but the, the studio cut it down because it didn't fit with... I don't know the, the the tone of the show, so there are some I don't know bad. It's I don't want to say bad editing, but there may have been a, a few things missed, if you will. Oh yeah, it's this kind of, that kind of stuff happens on TV all the time. It's mm-hmm. just like
2: you know, you know, this person's hair is up and then it's down and then it's back up again. Like tiny things that for some reason they just really I don't know they really stuck out to me. But regardless, uh, I don't know. Um, let's face Kristen Bell is barely aged.
0: which Isn't that shocking? Cause, um, we, I, I'm watching, I just caught up with, uh, blah, 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 the, uh, Good Place uh-huh. and then watched this episode again, like yesterday <laughs> it is shot. Like she has a deal with some sort of demon. <laughs> there is a painting of her aging somewhere because she looked, she has not aged one bit.
1: Well, I think she has aged a little bit, but like she looks like a baby in this. I feel it's her haircut. Like <laughs> it's just it's I mean, it she just looks so young. I Chris you were saying after we watched it that you thought she looked like she was one of those actors who was a little bit too old to be playing high school mm-hmm. at the time. To me like I think I think she probably looked that way at the time, but looking back and, like, knowing what she looks like now, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I, I think it's just my um, kind of mental disconnect about how much time has passed.
2: Oh, and, and also the fact that I, you know, this high school is, so, like, everyone's driving to and from high school. There's
0: a a functioning biker gang that's, like... <laughs> And I a think high the leader student? is yeah the leader of said biker gang is in high school, which is it's a thing. Like,
2: I, uh, it's possible. having watched Sons of Anarchy, I don't really think they'd let a seventeen-year-old run a a biker gang. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Uh,
0: <laughs> but it's that weevil. was kind of
2: there's there's definitely a lot of weird. There's definitely a lot of like Saved by the Bell style high school, you know, like. This is a depiction of high school, but maybe that's what high school is on the West Coast. I don't know. I don't live on the West Coast. <laughs> I I do find it also amusing that uh, what, what's the name of the town that they're in? Uh, Neptune. 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 That yeah. Mars lives in Neptune. That's kind of funny.
1: Um, <laughs> the thing about them all driving and whatnot is it is a rich school, so
2: like, yeah, it they makes all sense. have cars. And they all have. Well, they don't all own cars. This one's my daddy's car, <laughs> and then it got smashed. That made me
0: laugh. <laughs> I, every time I watch this show, no matter what episode, I, I feel the 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 subtle star of every episode is Keith Mars, uh, Enrico Cunalone. <clears throat> kind of what is the cat Colin Tony. Oh, oh my god, that guy is great. I love him.
2: <laughs> Which one's he? He's the dad. The dad. <laughs> oh, the guy from what was that show he was on? Just shoot me. Just shoot me. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he is great. Uh... Yeah, I like
2: I like him a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, the who's your daddy? <laughs> that's actually a recurring feature. I should mention by name the uh, the podcast that turned me on to this rewatch is called Go Pirates. Ooh. Um. <laughs> sorry.
0: No, that's fine. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they uh, they have a regular segment <laughs> called "Who's Your Daddy," where they uh, they note all these sort of cringeworthy dad humor that comes from Colin and Tony. And,
2: <laughs> His. Speaking to that quote, though, I was really happy that they did that. It's one of those smart things that TV rarely does, where they didn't end the episode on Veronica, like, just be completely distrusting of her dad and that being like this big overarching mystery. And she her being like, Look, I get there's something weird, but he he's probably lying to me to protect me. Like, that's the kind of rational thinking that you so rarely see on television. And it made me really
0: happy at the end. Well, yeah, that that just sets the tone for their relationship, which... And that's great, because shows rarely do
2: that. Like, there was this one episode in The Flash where Iris was just like, yeah, you know what, I'm over it, because that was dumb. And I was like, oh my god, they had a real human moment on a TV show where somebody didn't turn the tiniest little thing into a whole mess of drama. And then, you know, Iris became the worst again. But still, that one moment happened. She had a fleeting moment. (laughs) She had a fleeting moment, and I was thrilled with that. And I love it when shows do this kind of stuff where you have this easy open for some really low level drama that could just drag out and cause a dumb fight and a bunch of bullshit and instead they were just like I trust him because he's my dad Mm -hmm. because that's the relationship they they invented on the show and then they didn't immediately betray it in the interest of shitty writing so good job Veronica Mars
1: yeah, there's a lot of great uh, relationships in this show and a lot of great chemistry between the actors, too. <laughs> um, the thing that you were saying about Logan, I don't want to spoil anything, but obviously, you know, s- things ha- things change between Logan and Veronica, between the pilot and the movie. Um, <laughs> yep. And a lot of that is down to uh, the chemistry between uh, Jason Doring and Kristen Bell. Huh. He is... I know you haven't seen too much of him on iZombie yet, but um, man, he is, he's fantastic.
0: Like, see. And that's yes, the thing.
2: He's the army guy. Yeah. He's the army guy. <laughs> 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 I'm looking at him like I recognize him only from the Veronica Mars movie. I just didn't no, even put yeah. in my head. That, thats <laughs> He's wow. the army guy. that right. right. lives is banging.
0: There we go.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. All um, right. Cool. Men So there, there are certain things, okay, that people need to know if they have <laughs> just seen the movie and haven't seen the show. A lot takes place between relationships. The show. Do you think there's anyone besides me who's only seen the movie and not the show? Yes, very. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, I started. I started Firefly by watching the movie.
2: Well, yeah, but that was like a big release, right? Did Veronica Mars make it to theaters, or was it even no. a limited, only a limited
0: run? It was one of the, it, it was. I, it doesn't matter. The fact is, is that <laughs> this show has, it's a what? What did you call it? I want. I don't want to call it monster of the week. A, a case of the week. Case of the week. And with the over, I don't. How long does the the Kane murder storyline last? That's
1: the first season. That's the whole first that's, season, right? That's the season story arc. Yeah, and then and in
0: between, they have little ones. So there's a lot. It's not just. It's it's very supernatural-esque in its way where it does there's a semblance of storylines you know weaving through the whole season but it's not just that so we get to see veronica do her her stuff and like the interactions between her and what's that um the other the lawyer dude cliff cliff
1: cliff uh, oh my god <laughs> yeah as soon <laughs> as he came on the screen chris goes hey, it's the weather guy yeah.
0: <laughs> Like their their some of their interactions are my favorite. Like this show it is, is there's so many fun bits, but it's so serious in the same turn. Like it is it it is a relatively heavy show. You know, Death post. of a Best Friend, you know. Speaking of that, that kinda reminds me
2: I'm I'm looking at the IMDB page right now and there's this big ad for something called Gringo and it's got Creepy Bug Eyed Girl uh who was in this for like fourteen seconds. Mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, it's Creepy Bug Eyed Girl and she's dead. That's weird. A man I man. mean, I'm assuming we're gonna get more of her like in flashbacks, other episodes, yeah. f- other he, flashbacks, he, but like
1: he means Amanda Seyfried, yes. Free to play Lily.
0: <laughs> yes, creepy bug eyed girl. I know what he was talking okay. about. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know. I just I was like, wow, okay,
2: so so she's gonna be a character, but then she was dead and I'm thinking like, all right, well that's don't a- worry,
1: she's still a character okay. and she's the fucking best.
2: I was gonna say that's that's a pretty big actress to get to play a dead person, but alright. Well, gotta remember well, two thousand four.
1: Yeah, <laughs> nobody that's on this that's cast true. Was big but yet. also if if you were getting somebody who was kind of big at that point. It would be a good way to work them in where they didn't have to be there that much.
2: That's true. Good point. But, you
1: know, if you could only afford so much of that, you know, big name's time. You can
2: only afford so much Safe Read. <laughs> How big was she by the time she did this? Let's see. Let's take a look. <laughs> are, Let's take are, a, are a, we f- a look. falling at her down career. the IMDb hall? Creepy Bug Eyed Girl. You know, it doesn't actually come up when you type Creepy Bug Eyed Girl <laughs> Here, in IMDb.
0: I, I got Amanda. Seems like a pretty big miss. <laughs> All right, so in. This night, was As the world turns, all my children, mean girls. She, oh, she was oh, a yeah. mean So she'd done
1: mean girls by now, so. Yeah. That's it.
0: Oh, whoa. boom. Mm. Wow. She, was she on she, an episode it, oh. of House. Okay. Yeah. So, Alpha Dog, you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But so y- where where
1: are you at by now in the rewatch,
0: Evan? Ooh, I don't even know. I don't know. Well, I don't spoil. I, ha- I would have for to me. look. It's it's only a couple. Of, just, it's only a couple of episodes in.
1: Oh okay. Because so I just literally just finished the season rewatch. Um, season
0: one or the sh- no, the
1: whole se- series. Oh, series. Re-watch. I didn't rewatch the movie yet because I don't know. Like I. Got it as like the digital download, but I don't know where it is. (laughs) Like I don't know where that file is.
0: (laughs) Oh no,
1: (laughs) I know, because like I don't own like digital movies for the most part. So like it wasn't like oh put it in my movies folder. It was like "I I don't know what this is. It's an ultraviolet something or other.
2: Gotcha. Well, oh man, ultraviolet is that even a thing anymore?
1: That's the thing. I don't even know.
2: Or again, one every thing? single DVD you bought, it'd be like, and here's your ticket for your ultraviolet thing. Just go to this website, which will reroute you to six other websites, scratch off this 65,000-digit code, type it in one by one, and then follow it by this other 16-digit code, and you get your ultraviolet digital copy. As simple as that. And I'm like, but fuck I, you. I, I
0: have
1: <laughs> you keep on using <laughs> this word. I don't think it means what you think it means.
0: <laughs> oh. So, good show. i really...
1: Yeah, I'm really excited for Chris to see more, uh, especially because I can't wait for him to get to a Vinnie Van Lo episode.
0: Oh, man. A How <laughs> like long until Vinnie Van Lowe shows up?
2: It, it, it's like very late season one. Christian Ritter was in the movie.
1: Yes, Christian Ritter is also in season two, I think, or season mm. three.
2: Oh, man, I want a, Je- I want a Jessica Season Jones, three. Veronica Mars crossover. Well, everybody, <laughs> not going to happen. Completely
1: different character from Jessica Jones. Holy shit, could not be more Well, different. if you <laughs> saw the
0: movie, just about every character that was in the movie showed up in the show at some point in time, right?
1: Yeah, except uh, Martin Starr's character.
0: Who is Martin Starr?
1: Uh, I don't remember his name, and I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil the movie for people who haven't
2: seen it.
0: That and the sheriff. What's his name? He didn't play the sheriff. Jerry O'Connell plays
2: the sheriff in the movie, oh. but uh, it was that, that's not the same because... character, right? Because no. that sheriff in this pilot was the <laughs> fucking worst.
1: Oh man, Lamb is the worst, but he's the best, but he's the worst. <laughs> I
2: hope he gets you hit sound... by several trucks.
0: <laughs> you sound torn. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like right now. I am shoulder deep in a Chuck rewatch. Because I had I had to weigh it out. Does she see Chuck first, or does she see Veronica Mars first? And it has it has to be Chuck. I'm sorry, Veronica, if you're listening. But I, I'm sure she is. We will we will get to it the character, not Kristen Bell, not Kristen character. Bell. No, no, we've watched. Uh, uh, ooh. I just got started on. Uh, a good place too, so, like we just finished we just finished watching season one of a good place, and hmm. you know the end of this season the last episode yeah. of season one the holy shit I the holy shit moment I wasn't watching the show, I was watching her reaction to the show. it was great <sighs> Kristen Bell you're so so entertaining so. Karen, thank you. Good pick.
1: You're welcome. Just led
0: me down another rewatch. There's 64 episodes of this show, Jesus
1: Christ. It, three, that's not that bad actually. Three, I mean, I seasons? don't have a ton of I don't have a ton of rewatching time and I think I started this late last year and just Are you watching it, it though so or
0: are you just in the background watching?
1: I, um so on and off yeah, see, sort of it's kind of the thing where I, I have it on but I've seen it before so I, I don't need to pay full attention to it mm-hmm. but I will turn my attention to it when certain things happen
0: yeah that's you know what the things that where I'm rewatching she's watching for the first time so it's a sit down and watch kind of thing and mm-hmm. when you like Chuck and this and like there was a lot of really good TV that I just, it's just gone by the wayside. Like, this is a really good show. And, you know, I'm really glad that it got the movie. The movie was good. Um, It's just, you know, it's only on Go90. Like, that's upsetting. (laughs) Like, why is it only on Go90? Why is Go90 a thing? it's
2: only for free on Go90. I mean, it's available everywhere. Like It's on iTunes. I think you can get it on Amazon Video. It's just, you got to pay for, for
1: it. Yeah. Who wants to do that? I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, it's well worth paying it is, for that. It actually is true. well
0: worth paying for it. It is really good. And you know, there's, you know how I go via nefarious means sometimes the, the only route that I got was like a really bad SD copy of it. And I'm actually thinking about just biting the bullet and buying it and having it, you know, whatever crystal clear, it has high rewatch value so it does it it
1: would be worth
0: whatever it probably costs so all right thank you so much like i said good pick check it out well worth the watch all right let's take a break um when we got when we get back we got some news to talk about so uh stay tuned did you know we have a wrestling podcast Aid's very own Dean DeFalco resurrected Dan Ryan's previously defunct wrestling show so he can talk about wrestling. Dean has teamed up with Ring the Bell's Matt Ramo for semi-regular episodes, and this week they talk about some WWE athletes that might need to be let go from the company. Be sure to tune in to Backdrops and Body Slams, Episode 4, Spring Cleaning 2018. While this may only be the
2: 16th episode of Nonstop Comic Shop, it actually marks the 75th comic book related podcast jordan is done so to celebrate this kind of sort of milestone he's taking a look back at the very worst comics he's ever reviewed he'll also spend some time answering questions about microwave com towers marvel's nyx's shocking similarities to red hood and the outlaws reed richards's questionable taste in heroism and more don't miss non-stop comic shop episode 16 jordan's top 20 worst comics part one There's
1: an all-new episode of Ring the Bell available now for you to view on the GeekAid YouTube channel. If you're unfamiliar, Ring the Bell is the best wrestling show nobody watches. Except the last episode. You should probably avoid that one. But this episode is great. You should absolutely watch it. In fact, I should watch it too. So be like me and watch Ring the Bell, Trouble is Brewing on Air, located on the GeekAid YouTube channel.
2: You can catch all this great stuff, plus tons of other articles, videos, podcasts, and more right now at geekade.com.
0: Hey, Chris. Hey, Evan, how are you? Good, good, good. It's time for some Dragon Ball Super. It sure is. 60-second summary. Oh,
2: yeah, the Dragon Ball Super 60-second summary. (laughs) It's almost over. We're running out of these. Why? Why? What happened? Don't you listen to our show that you're on?
0: (laughs) Yeah, but... is it like once the tournament's over, the show's over? They said it's ending in March. Oh, oh, we're almost out of February, dude. Oh no, <laughs> I'm. I don't know why I'm saddened by that. <laughs> I don't watch the show. Whatever yeah, you're I'll ready, start sir, doing, I'll start summarizing older
2: episodes of Dragon Ball. It'll be great.
0: <laughs> oh dear Lord. <laughs>
2: and go. All right. So this was a this was a pretty entertaining episode. So all who's left in the tournament is uh. Frieza somewhere, I think, he's probably not dead-ish, dead-er, I don't know, he's already dead, whatever, Uh, and Jiren, and then Goku and Vegeta. So Goku's pretty much still out of commission, he's just kind of like, you know, ...holding himself together, and Vegeta's just like, that's it, I'm taking this guy down. Now Vegeta is beat to crap, he's just, he's he's got nothing left in his tank, and Jiren is obscenely powerful. And Jiren proceeds to beat the ever-loving piss out of Vegeta, for like, most of the episode. It's just, Vegeta getting pissed off, coming at him, and then like, being like, ah, oh, you'll never beat me! And it's like, I'm gonna beat you, because I'm super strong, and you're really freaking tired. And then he eventually beat him, and Vegeta was pretty pissed off about it. And everyone was like, yay, yeah, you, you did a good job, and Vegeta's like, whatever, I didn't win. And then Goku, uh, he's just about to lose the tournament, and then, wouldn't you know it, Ultra Instinct kicks in, and he has the power to back it up. So he's perfected Ultra Instinct, just in time to finish the tournament against Jiren. Let's see what happens.
0: Thank you, sir. You're welcome.
2: It was freaking cool, man. Like, I knew it was coming. You knew it was coming the entire series, and then all of a sudden he just... very last conceivable second, he pulls it off, and it was just so goddamn cool. Next week is going to be so awesome to watch that fight. I'm so jazzed.
0: And thank you again. And we're back. Thank you so much for paying attention to our commercials and the Dragon Ball Super 60 Second Summary, which apparently is coming to an end. I'm so disappointed. Let's take a look at some news. This one coming from Entertainment Weekly. Um... I haven't watched an episode of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend in a while. Is that still on television? It is. Okay. Now, I, this first, we have a little bit, we have actually a couple of articles in the news this week about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, but this one is specifically letting us know that they're going on tour, which I think is a phenomenal idea. (laughs) They're going out and doing Crazy Ex-Girlfriend live right like that's what I- i'm i so excited about this
2: <laughs> so now let me get this straight is it a musical performance or are they doing like theater
1: they're not like you know they're not doing episodes on on the stage Okay, i think they're going to be doing songs from the show
2: and it's the cast doing it
1: mm-hmm. uh not the entire cast but uh featured players uh obviously rachel bloom is involved and then there are some side players but not all and not as many as i would like
0: <laughs> as many as you would like
1: yeah. well if i was you know if i was ordering up a crazy ex-girlfriend perform live performance for my birthday i would have you know included some people who are uh, clearly not available to do it
0: <laughs> okay <laughs>
1: So, if you want to see this, they're going to eight cities: a couple on the West Coast, Chicago, and then a bunch on the Portland, East Coast: Portland, Seattle,
0: Chicago, Boston, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, Washington DC, and Los Angeles. And the tickets are and are on the sale. tickets
1: are already gone. the. Oh, <laughs> so this is where I was going with this. Um, you can't get tickets to this.
0: Is it already? Is it already gone? It's already done. It
1: sold out. So fast. And yet the sh- I was amazingly lucky. Oh. I got my hands on two. Um, so me and a friend of mine who watched the show are going uh, to the Philly show.
0: Congratulations, um, Chris. I hope you enjoy yourself at the show. I'm not going. You know uh, why? Why?
2: Because it's the first night of Garden State Comic Fest.
0: Oh, so oh, <laughs> that hurts my heart, Karen. You're choosing this still- over me? Oh, no. Me? What makes- What makes
2: you think I'm
1: not doing both?
2: (laughs) (laughs) She'll be at Garden State the next day.
1: (laughs) Um, So if you follow Rachel Bloom on Twitter, uh, you would have seen her reaction to this, which was like, the tickets went on sale. The tickets sold out in minutes. Uh, Apparently, a, a lot of them were snapped up by bots and then immediately turned around and resold for inflated prices. And then, like, shortly after that, you saw tweets from Rachel Bloom going, holy shit, my show's sold out. And then right after that, holy shit, I had no idea about this bot thing. Like, it never occurred to me it would be an issue that our show would be this popular that, you know, people would exploit it. Um, So they're adding dates. They're trying to move to bigger venues and release more tickets. They're doing what they can. Um, I mean, obviously, it's a small tour with few dates. Um, and I don't kn- I've don't. seen them over the past week try and mitigate this as much as they can. I don't know if there's any more that can be done um, on a sh- small tour of this scale, but your best bet if you want to see this and you miss the uh, opportunity is to follow her on Twitter and just, I don't know, set up a Twitter alert or whatever.
0: Yes, I mean, like, if they do change... If, if they do update anything, that's probably the first place that you'll get the information. Well, yeah, that's really—it's
1: c- gonna be—it's gonna be a good show. I'm excited. It's really cool. <laughs> I—it
0: isn't there. Like, there's she, is the show coming back next season? I
1: th- that is yet to have been determined. determined.
0: Okay, so determined. that's 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 part of that next. We should story. should
1: we just skip to that other <laughs> story can, and talk about that too? We
0: can because I have like I tried reading this and. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot it's a of information, lot. and seeing as I haven't seen the show in a while, it was very confusing to me. Um, yes. So in our show notes will be a link to an IndieWire article, uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Boss on Rebecca's Fateful Decision the time jump the, and the show's end game. Now, there's yeah, the, the warning, last
2: paragraph.
0: There's is the, a lot the only of part that I read. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of spoiling just, in
2: this article. So, fair just warning. Just roll down to the last paragraph of that and you can just get the news that we're talking about and that is uh, you, uh, da, 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 you have to say it. I don't have it. Do you have uh, it? <laughs> I, I ha- I'm i trying to open it. But, it's in you know. front
1: of my face, so I can say it. Go say for it. <laughs> it. Go for but it,
2: Karen. We
1: haven't gotten picked up for season four. If we're lucky lucky enough to get season four, that will be it for us. Season four will be our last season, says Eileen Brush McKenna, who is the creator. So um, if they, they do
0: get picked up for four, that's going to be it.
1: That's going to be it. That's that's what they conceived of in the... Uh, Interesting. Interesting. <clears throat> In, in their initial pitch, and so uh, it's
2: got an ending which is fantastic,
1: <laughs> and I think it's the perfect length. Uh, I'm caught up on the show, and I think it makes total sense for them being where they are and where they've been and where they look like they're going towards. I, I think it. I think it's great. Um, the only speculation I've seen about whether or not it'll get renewed. Uh, I follow a Twitter account called The Cancel Bear. (laughs) Um, And this person predicts whether, you know, based on ratings and network trends and things, whether they think things will get renewed or canceled or whatever. And they think that it's likely to be renewed because most things that make it to three seasons on the CW get, like, they're safe. Mm -hmm. So they get renewed. Well,
0: and I'm sure with the... I the the flash that the, that happened with the show with the live mm-hmm. show I mean yeah four that more that season. couldn't have hurt that, them that can yeah so
1: um it is also a testament to um <laughs> the outdatedness of the rating system because the show has the worst ratings of any show on TV. Yeah, but we, it's that's the so article popular. I was
0: talking about.
1: <laughs> it's, and it's still, it, that's still true, but it just means that it appeals to this wide audience that has nothing to do with the Nielsen
0: system. There you go. The Nielsen system. Ugh. Ugh. All right, well, we'll keep, it, we'll keep an eye out for that if we get any news or information on on (laughs) either way, whether there's more uh, dates added or if we get a fourth season, we'll let you know. Uh, Next up from New York times, apparently, holy shit. Ryan Murphy heads to Netflix and deal said to be worth up to $300 million. Yeah. Now Ryan Murphy, five-year deal with Netflix Uh, chump change chump change Um, so yeah he he left Fox or he's leaving Fox I think it said in June or July heading over to Netflix for an exclusive deal Uh, he is responsible for Glee and Nip Tuck uh, American Crime Story and American Horror Story which are two very different shows Um, and he's just going to be making original content for Netflix
1: Yeah, I think we talked about maybe last week his, is like political, it was a political musical show that he's going to be
0: doing. That that was the one with possibly Barbara Streisand? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) We're not sure. Still not told yet. So, yeah. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Um, and apparently his shows that are on currently will continue. Um, American Horror Story, uh, I think that's a, That's an FX, right? Yeah.
1: Um, uh, Crime Story is still on too. Ooh, cr- okay,
0: so those are both FX, though, right? Yeah. Okay, not Fox. The proper. current
1: season of Crime Story, I think, is Gianni Versace murder.
0: Okay. And then he's he did the a procedural drama, 911. Okay. Oh
1: God, is that him? Yeah. That thing looks like such a piece of shit. <laughs> and and from what I've heard from people who've seen it, it is a piece of shit.
0: So. <laughs> oh, and he's also doing a new drama about the 1980s New York Vogue scene called Pose. With a larger tr- largely transgender cast, and that's going to be on FX as well. So, the guy's all over the place. Oh, did I say that he did Glee too? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he w- he was responsible for Glee. He gave us Glee. <sighs> I, that's a lot of money didn't and didn't netflix just dump a truckload of money on someone else's doorstep as well hold on paving the way for me
1: surely they did uh
0: i remember it was just another another uh big producer writer uh, it's it's in this article somewhere but like they are just shoveling money at people is this a good thing well
1: apparently they have it to uh spend
0: yeah that's coming directly out of our accounts like that's direct like that's where they're making their money <laughs> straight up from us <sighs> well hopefully he, i don't know where else they'd make their money from <laughs> well as opposed to you know sponsorships and you know Tide, you know it's not there hey man you know we don't get co-
2: we don't have to watch commercials on that like, so i'm true. fine
0: with that very true hopefully we'll still get uh well, hopefully he'll just keep going and and make some good original content for Netflix. I just I don't know. I, it just seems like a lot of money to me. Anywho, um, now I didn't realize this next article is coming from TV by the Numbers. I didn't realize that CW sold its other like its weekend programming to others. That was interesting. CW um, and the WB both like had times when they their programming was not on the weekends; it was just during the week, and then they sold the time slots to others. That was neat, but apparently they are now expanding to the sixth night. So it's gonna their the the network is gonna run a two hour primetime slate. On Sundays, starting this fall. Uh, The last time they did that was in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I don't. Is it going to be more Arrow? (laughs) It's going to be. I
1: think it makes sense. I mean, the more you hear about new shows on CW, you start to wonder where the hell they're going to put all this stuff.
0: Right. I'm trying to think. Like, I remember when, like, like Must See TV. That was like Thursday and Friday nights. Was was Sunday also a night? Like you, you had to sit down and you are only like when was The Simpsons on?
1: Simpsons Sunday was sun- Sunday is, is Sunday?
0: Yeah, I think yeah it
2: still was and still is Sunday night. At eight, Sunday nights at eight o'clock. That was the Simpsons time slot.
0: So yeah, I guess yeah. I I, I am so out of actually watching shows when they air that I don't. I don't know when they're on. You know what I mean? Like it's either on my DVR or I watch it when it's available on Netflix or I stream it in some way, shape, or form. So I don't know. I this 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 move is not meant for people like me. <coughs> so good luck to them. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if you're a network and you have to, not conscribe—I don't know what the word is—subscribe to like the normal model of like you can only put on as many shows as there are hours to program. That this makes sense for them Mm -hmm. because they've they've had so much success in the last five years or so that like they now
0: they now need the extra hours.
1: They exactly it's not like Netflix where they could just dump as much as they want on whenever they want because it's you know all available
0: anytime right so as long as they have the good quality content let them put it on there good for them um <laughs> when I first saw where this article was coming from I would, I didn't know what to expect but I was pleasantly surprised when I opened it up uh <laughs> so I'm assuming this is you Karen because it's from broadway.com um
1: my my news feed is a strange place
0: to be (laughs) so this article has a video on it and the video is renee elise goldsberry singing Mm -hmm. the new muppet babies theme song now don't get worried it's the same theme song just sung nicer (laughs) and i forgot what the muppet babies theme song was right up until the point in time it started playing (laughs)
1: How could you forget that song? It was great.
0: (laughs) It all came flooding back as soon as it started playing, and she does a really good job. It's it's really, really pretty the way she does it.
1: Yeah, um, it should be seeing as she you know recently won a Tony for Hamilton from being in the original cast.
0: Yes, we've
1: gotten quite the uh, quite the high caliber artist for this. Yeah,
0: it it seems that way. (laughs) And Chris, I did see the video that you were talking about, and man, you—there is no way those were puppets. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. No way. It was a—it was
2: a screenshot. It wasn't a video. It was the screenshots, and yeah, I got nothing.
1: And but the texturing on the CG—if you were just looking at a screenshot—I could see where you might think they were puppets.
0: They are quite puppet esque. Yes, it actually looks really good. Um, they're taking—they're—they're they're taking it seriously, getting the right cast to do the the. The voice work and the, oh, I, I mean, and it's a kid's show. Good on them. So,
1: and it's going to be on in March, so that's super soon.
0: Yeah, man, I keep forgetting that it's mid-February, Jesus. Mid to late February, <laughs> Christ on a cracker. So yeah, uh, looks good. They, we had
1: a bunch of uh, we had a bunch of news stories leading up to Ducktales, and, and now we have a bunch of news stories leading up to this, and who knows what the next kids show we're going to talk about is. <laughs>
0: well, well, I'm sure we'll <laughs> for all your kids show news. See us here on this week's episode.
1: <laughs> stay tuned. Uh, stay
0: tuned. Um, <laughs> so, Karen, you also posted this one up. I'm assuming I'm not even looking. I'm just guessing now. Um, <laughs> This
1: like I said, my news feed it tells you exactly who I am. This is, this
0: this this article coming from tenantnews.blogspot.com <laughs> Go to hell with good omens. Good screenshot of uh, um the two main players mm-hmm. <laughs> and and, and I get uh, so this is, is is this coming from Neil Gaiman's Twitter feed these these pictures Um yeah <laughs> Okay so
1: let me tell you if you're interested in the Good Omens Amazon series that's coming next year and you're not following Neil Gaiman on Twitter and Instagram uh, at Neil himself on both platforms you're doing yourself a serious disservice he is tweeting so much insider fun stuff details pictures it's just like you need to you need to be on this train if if you're interested in this thing.
0: <laughs> uh it's funny stuff too. There's a bunch of I guess we'll call them inspirational posters around the movie set. And one of them states for more efficient service, just rip out your own throat with a stapler. Like that's good stuff right there. Lots of fun. Please do not lick the walls. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yes, if you if you are interested at all in this show, please do yourself a favor and check out anywhere that Neil Gaiman has the availability to post. Just start following it. You do, you'll be doing yourself a favor. I, do you think he's supposed to be doing that? Like,
1: I think he's, he's letting out what he's allowed yeah. to show. I mean, he's the showrunner, so...
0: Right, but still, they have a certain rules and regulations.
1: <laughs> um... One of the great things about these uh posters is that they are not just like amusing sayings, but they are designed to torture you visually because they're like mix of different fonts <laughs> on one poster. Some of, the, some of them use Comic Sans, which is like a notoriously horrible font. And uh, <laughs> there's one where uh, it's the, this office has gone three days without anyone saying the road to hell is paved with good intentions. <laughs> and that phrase, the road to hell is paved with good intention, is in quotation marks. And the open and closed quotation marks, the closed quotation marks is bold and the open <laughs> one is not. Like that is attention to fucking detail right there. <laughs>
0: Uh good stuff. Good stuff. And it's there. They, the cost, like, I, is that the first time we've seen them in costume? No, okay. that's
1: been, that's an image that's been out there. Uh,
0: that's, then that's but the that first one I recognize seeing. It. And it looks really good. It looks like they're
1: dead on, like, man. Doing dead a good on. Good
0: job. So, Ugh,
1: why is it not next year already? Yeah. We I know. We, you're we, like, it's already f- end of February. And I'm like, it's not 2019 yeah, you yet. While, damn you
0: got a while to wait. Um, <laughs> So this next one is up from Variety.com. Um, Netflix's Sabrina the Teenage Witch series casts Chance Perdomo and Michelle Gomez. Now, I feel that this got thrown into the feed because of Michelle. Is that correct, Karen? Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right, because she, she was on The Who, wasn't she? Am I, am I, am yes. I right to say that? She
1: was? she played Missy on Doctor Who for a couple of seasons.
0: Okay, there you go.
1: And uh this goes on to say a little bit about her character. She's going to be a, an evil um witch or magical person who is trying to lure Sabrina over to her side. I think she's a a mentor or a teacher of some sort uh, which I couldn't think of a really a better better person in that part or a better part for that person.
0: Right. It seems to be like tailored for her cuz especially her character on 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 doctor was you know it's it's the right fit it, i don't know uh chance i don't recognize him at all or
1: it's his first american screen credit so you, you wouldn't
0: there you go <laughs> uh well i'm cultured i see things from other countries as well um but i still don't understand why this is a thing <laughs> why are they bringing back sabrina <laughs>
1: And it's like it's going to be like a dark, gritty reboot. Of course, it sounds like.
0: Riverd- Riverdale did so well. Yeah, I know. Dark, gritty. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, talking about kids answering need- your own question. <laughs> like
0: Riverdale is freaking popular as hell. So,
1: the kids these days need their dark and their gritty. I mean, I mean, not to get too deep or depressing on anybody, but the kids are dealing with some some dark crap in their lives. So,
0: if they yeah, need but, dark, but don't, wouldn't you want an escape? Like that's what TV used to be. An escape from reality.
1: Well, well, you know, I think if Ducktales
0: exists too. That's true. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, and I think l- if you,
0: <laughs> I like your counter. I think if you, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ducktales and Muppet Babies. But I think if you, if you're uh, a teen watching these things and you see someone a, a hero or heroine succeeding against these dark circumstances, that would be an inspiring thing you'd want to watch.
0: All right. I guess it's just not. Geared towards me, which is fine. Other people get to watch TV, too.
1: <sighs> I did see something on, on Twitter today related to the the high school shooting that happened that they were saying, like... Mm-hmm. Um, It's no wonder that teens are like, you know, speaking up and taking action and fighting back against like, you know, for stronger gun control, because we've been feeding them dystopian fiction for years now. And it was basically preparing them to, uh, you know, be this revolutionary generation, (laughs)
0: Yeah, I guess. So,
1: I mean, this falls
0: along with that, I guess. Hell in a handbasket. Hell in a handbasket. Let's go to some brighter news. Gus Kentworthy kissed his, kissed his boyfriend on TV and melted all the ice at the Olympics. That's an adorable title. That is an adorable <laughs> headline. So,
1: yeah. Apparently, like, <laughs> this was the first uh, gay kiss on live TV. What? Yeah.
0: Really? I mean, not.
1: I mean, on live TV, not on TV at all. Oh, it's been on TV shows, but.
0: Well cool uh gus can where they really casually kisses his boyfriend at the winter olympics broadcast on television and sparked an outpouring of love it is very nice to see the twitter responses to it um it's it's great i just it's i it's, <laughs> I, do, I don't take this as a thing. It's great that it happened, but like I I figured it happened already. Like, like I didn't think that this would be the first. So I was I was surprised by your news telling me that it was the first time it happened. So,
1: well, it's kind of it's it's awesome to me that it was that kind of a casual of a thing. Mm-hmm. It's like this is where we are now. Good. It's like, where we should be. Yeah, I mean, if it was a woman, or if it was a man, if it was a woman competing, or if it was a guy kissing his girlfriend, nobody would say anything. And that is the attitude with which this happened. It was just like, oh, here is an Olympic person who has just had great success kissing their partner and, like, treated no differently than anything else. And that's fantastic.
0: Yes, yes, it is. Um, Another actual uplifting story coming out of the Olympics... Um, Adam Rapone, I guess, is how you say that last name?
1: Maybe Ripon. Rippin. Not sure.
0: Um, okay, so he agreed to work for NBC, um, following his, uh, Olympic win. And after being told that if he does do that, he has to relinquish his, his official Olympic standings. He, and his Olympic credentials, he said, "No, I don't want to do it. I want to. I want to stay with my team, and I want to stay doing this. And I changed my mind. That shows something pretty impressive about his constitution.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's good to see that that still still stands. That that it still happens.
1: This guy's the best. It's, yeah, I mean." Not, I don't mean the best skater. Not because I think he's bad, just because I haven't been able to pay enough attention to tell you who actually is the best skater. But it, like, he's the best person. Like, just him on Twitter is fantastic. His attitude about pretty much everything in life is great, and I am I am glad that he has made it to the Olympics and therefore been thrust into a national spotlight, so that I could become aware of him and you know fall in love with him because he's awesome.
0: Cool. All right. And I think seeing as we covered that last one, this next one is our last one from AV Club.
1: I think we have two left. Mm,
0: crazy X. Ex- I I got, oh, yep, Doctor Who as well. Sorry, didn't see that one. But okay, so second to last one from the AV Club. Joel McHale says E told them to lay off the Kardashians while hosting The Soup. All right, so apparently Joel McHale is getting a new show. On Netflix and he did an article about his last well not his last show but his last talkie show and apparently E to- and like I don't know if you're familiar with the soup but all that show did was make fun of people and it made fun of everybody pretty much uniformly nobody was safe and due to the fact E was getting into bed with the Kardashians they told him to lay off and that's just not because he
2: would frequently say and meanwhile kim kardashian who's famous for having a big accident big ass and a sex tape like he said that all the time and it made me laugh
0: every time the time (laughs) every time yes
2: and it made me sad every time because it's absolutely 100 percent true yep she's famous for having a big ass and a sex tape Mm
0: -hmm. so that's not cool but I'm not. It's and apparently, not this
1: came this came at the request of Chris Jenner, who got annoyed by how much he talked about them and asked the network uh, president to tell him to to lay off. And it started as just like you know, give me a break for one week, and eventually led to like constant notes from the network not to bother the Kardashians.
0: And you know, and. He probably they probably could have gotten away with that if the Kardashians weren't consistently doing stupid things.
2: Man, I thought you were going to say if it hadn't been for those
0: meddling kids. <laughs> I missed an opportunity, Chris. I apologize. Next time, I will think about it. So yeah, I, I it's been a long time since I've seen the soup or been you know been conscious of it, but I it's not. It hasn't cool. been
2: on for ages. I don't think it's been
0: it's been a long time. Yeah. Well. Was he the last version of the soup? That's a good question. You keep talking, I'll look it up. Because I remember the soup was on for a, a while, and it had a number it was of... talk votes. soup.
2: Oh. And then the Joel McHale version dropped the talk version portion and just called it the soup. And the talk soup was uh, with the... that
0: dude with the, the, the skunk
2: stripe. Yeah, and let's see. The soup ran for 12 seasons, according to those? Oh, shit. Yeah, it used to be Talk Soup, and then it became this soup. And he, John McHale, left in 2015, which, uh, that was the last year of the soup, was till 2015. Yeah. Although there does seem to be a new version of the soup. What is this? Uh-uh. Oh, no, that's just a show about soup. Never mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We've lost Chris. <laughs> he made, it, he clicked. We've
1: lost me, too, because I happened to notice this video in my feed of, uh, someone making uh, taking a shot of baileys pouring it into an ice cream cone putting a scoop of ice cream on top of that and then sticking a straw through the ice cream Ugh. into the shot of baileys and i'm like mesmerized <laughs> <by it>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right so all right so let's wrap this up um chris you posted this one didn't we discuss this before
1: this is the first i'm hearing of it
0: So I could have sworn I felt like I knew this, but um, this one coming from Digital Spy, Doctor Who composer and writer and writer both confirm that they won't be working on Series Eleven. Felt like we mentioned that, but maybe yeah, we did because um, I was saying that when the show went with the new, the the whole thing is new. The new showrunner, the new Doctor. That like maybe it's the right way to go. Um but now it's official.
1: Yes, it was Gallifrey One was the is the annual Doctor Who convention in in uh in America, the big one, mm-hmm. which I have never been to, sadly, and probably won't be able to. Um but it's it was confirmed that both of these were confirmed at that convention and I, I this writer, I mean, writers come and go. It's not I'm not terribly bummed out about this one but murray gold has been the sound of the show for 10 years and i love his music i i've been known like in the way that chris will put on video game music and listen to it actively as like something he wants to hear all the time yes we're, we're I will familiar go on, here
0: on geek aid about chris's <laughs> affinity for video game music
1: i will go on spotify and like load up the season five soundtrack for doctor who and just listen to that music. And I know all the themes for all the characters and all the, you know, what music cues mean, what's going to happen. And now that's all going to go away and be replaced with something else. And I'm really like apprehensive about it. Not, not that I don't think somebody new deserves a shot, but
0: change is scary. We know
1: Murray gold is so good at what he did. And, I'm really, I'm really sad and scared to see him go.
0: Well, it just I'm sure it will be fine because they can't, it is a staple and they can change it, but they're not going to change it so dramatically that it's 100% different. It is, st-
2: and to be honest, uh, ever since uh, the the Capaldi, like the in show music has all been phenomenal. I haven't been crazy about the main theme since Capaldi took over. Like, okay, I felt like the main theme kept getting better and cooler, and I think they kind of, uh, I don't know, there was just something about like it's still great. Don't get me wrong, it's still great, but but
1: like they'd done too much to it.
2: Yeah, and and they're they're kind of like focusing on the wrong parts of the retro aspect of it like I like the visuals of the intro a lot but the um the the kind of weird phasey sound that they're using for the what's to traditionally done like more theremin type sound I think it's kind of going a little bit too far in the wrong direction because it it just it kept getting more and more epic you know going from you know the you know Eccleston to to Tenet to Smith and then like towards the end of Smith they kind of evened it out really 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 well and and adding those extra kind of layers to the secondary melody that goes underneath the main theremin part sounded it was just sounding really really good and then when the the capaldi stuff took over it was like they went back to those really cool kind of throwback visual effects with like the zooming in on his face and whatnot but the the sound that they use for the main melody is is oddly abrasive and not in like a good retro kind of way like the music from stranger things mm-hmm. and Sorry, I think a lot about the theme song Doctor Who. Apparently, <laughs> you have thoughts, and it's fine, Chris. But it's and and the stuff in the shows. I mean, it, it's it's it sticks out to me more than a lot of TV music does because it is so memorable. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't pick up on it as much as Karen does. But when she she plays pieces of it, you know, around the house or whatever, and, and I hear her say like, "Oh, this is this Doctor's theme." It's like, "Yeah, you are right. That Doctor has a theme, and it's and it's fantastic." Um, I really dig all that stuff. I am. I'm one of the things I'm looking forward to most when the new season starts is what the new theme song is going to sound like because I love these different interpretations
0: of that theme because it's such a good piece of music. And it it just shows how like I like the show and I would consider myself a pseudo fan, but I don't notice the differences that much like I just slight like slight differences from season to season or, or doctor to doctor, but it. I it it doesn't resonate as much with me as it does apparently for you two, which is, it's neat. Hopefully, it still will when the new person takes over. So I have
2: full confidence. I don't think they're going to shoot themselves in the foot with this. I don't either. So
1: I just think it's a what do you call it all? It's a lot to. Um, it's big shoes to fill.
2: Yes, it is. You know, but you know what? And I've I've seen this kind of stuff happen in in games that I care tremendously about. Where, you know, the, the the what is it? You had Koji Kondo doing music for Super Mario Brothers one. All right, talking about like the most seminal video game music ever. And they're like, all right, we're making a Game Boy game, but we're not going to have Koji Kondo do it. We're going to have Hip Tanaka do it. And it's just totally different take, but it's just as brilliant. So, I mean. It's it's so cool when you get something like as iconic as the Doctor Who theme and then to get different blood to to start working on it, which seems to be what this chunk, of the, what this whole, whole next season is all about. It's just this whole reinvention. and
0: It's a regime, it a could complete go,
2: regime change. Exactly. A complete regime change and a complete different uh, take on it. And I think that's really, really exciting because, you know, it's been going on for a while. And as we've talked about on the show with Under Moffat's... You know, rule it has gotten ever so slightly stale and I'm really excited that they're and while it is sad that the same composer isn't sticking around I think it's cool that it's going in this different direction and that the composer doesn't seem like he's you know, pissed about it it's not like he's like leaving because he thinks it's garbage he's like he's, he's leaving you know my time is it's done time and exactly is it's, it's time for the changing of the guard and I feel good about it
0: I'm very hopeful Cool. Good, good, good. All right. With that being said, we are all out of news. Chris, there's you. Yeah. All right. So I need the spiel and you're up this week, right? This is. Oh, crap. I am up. I didn't even uh-huh. think about so, this. But so as I you're giving the spiel, you, you got to think about it.
2: Yeah, I just need to. I just need to figure out which episode it is. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, and we just looked it up too. <laughs> uh go with your spiel first. All right. (laughs) Good evening and welcome to <laughs> <laughs> Wrong spiel. You can get in touch with us at mail at as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook with both the Geekade page and the this week's episode page. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content. And follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade or follow this show specifically at Twepcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at GeekadeChris, Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen is at
1: shoot underscore the underscore moon
2: and
0: evan is at Geekade underscore evan
2: if you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight be sure to check out our show notes and while you're at it you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on itunes or stitcher where if you're super nice you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated again always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com where we post something new as often as we can
0: (laughs) back to you Evan. (laughs) thank you sir uh chris back to you did you pick what? Yeah, All right. give me, like, five seconds. All right, All right hold so, on. So, now, is it... Some, uh, Karen, I, I need to talk to you as he's going away. Is he looking up something that you have physical copies of?
1: Yes, he's walking over to our DVD shelf, oh, no. and he is pulling out box sets, and he is looking for Lord knows what.
0: Oh, man, because I, if I recall... He, got a lot, he, has, he has a lot of different types of stuff. But, you know, his taste are, is actually pretty good, though, the stuff that he actually acquires. So I feel pretty confident that he'll make a good show.
1: Oh, I think I know what he's doing, and I think I'm pretty happy
0: about it. I, I was actually watching uh, Amazon, and there's, like, these video shorts, and one of them is called, like, Knights of Hyrule. I think I'm going uh, to make him watch something for that they're like oh dear (laughs) it's zelda he's back oh no i am
2: back and better than ever and next week we are going to be watching mtv's the state season three episode
0: two (laughs) season three episode two (laughs) do i have season three of the state oh my god that is a good pull i don't know how good though why specifically season three episode two (laughs) you'll have to wait until next week to find out Oh no
2: (laughs) there is a very specific thing that has been quoted around this house a lot lately and uh well that's why we're going with that episode (laughs) i really hope it's not i
0: dip my balls in it (laughs) no no it's not all right well there it is people Next week, The State, Season 3, Episode (sighs) 2. Good show, peeps. Good show. God, there's so much good stuff in this episode. I'm just looking at the
2: list of skits. Oh, man. (laughs) All
0: right. There you have it. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Who is your daddy? Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.